Hey, Tea Sippers, welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, and I have my girl, Emily, in the house as well. Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing good tonight. It is a lot going on. It is the end of January. I cannot believe how fast this month has gone. It has went by so fast, but 2022 went by really fast, too, so. Yeah. 2023, too. Yeah, it just seems like I can't believe we were just waiting, you know, for New Year's and mm-hmm. it just felt like it not too long ago was Christmas and now, you know, Valentine's Day is like two weeks away. So it is a lot going on. And one of the things that's going on right now that a lot of people are talking about is the whole Tyree Nichols situation. Um, I did a podcast on Sunday about my thoughts and how I felt about the situation. And I know that you're in Memphis. So mm-hmm. I want to just kind of ask you a few things, being that you live in the city. Um, yeah. You know, how was it this weekend? Um, from what I saw in the news, I saw mainly peaceful protesting. Um, how do you feel like, you know, how are the people down in Memphis feeling about this entire situation? Um, well, it's really interesting because with the uh, obviously everybody's really sad. I'm a very sensitive person. So I don't know if it's just me, like I'm not trying to like sound dramatic, but I don't know. There's just days like I do get very emotional thinking about it or Mm -hmm. talking about it. Um, But anyways, as far as like everybody, I think everybody's just really upset and really sad. But um, as far as the city of Memphis goes, uh, we get a bad rep because everyone thinks that, oh, it's just it's a war zone out here. And yes, there is a lot of crime, but um, the protests were peaceful. You know, they were like. I don't know how many text messages I got. It was like, be safe. You know, people are going to go crazy. I never really thought that was going to happen. Um, last time we had protests, I mean, there's protests all the time, but uh, summer of 2020, when we were downtown protesting, it was very peaceful. It was a lot of unity there. Like the energy was really, really good. People weren't on like no crazy type stuff or anything like that. So that's pretty much kind of what I felt was demonstrated this weekend. People mm-hmm. just, you know, stood together as a city. I'm sure, you know, usually people go to the bridge. That's the thing. So, you know, traffic got uh, got um, backed up a little bit, but nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's good to hear, you know, and just like you, we've dealt with a lot of stuff here in the Twin Cities. Right. Um, you know, the George Ford situation. Unlike y'all, we wilded out. <laughs> the Minnesotans yeah. <laughs> were not having it. They they tore this entire city up from St. Paul to the, you know, south side of Minneapolis, north side. You know, the city was definitely in turmoil. Um, yeah. But we're starting to bounce back a little bit. But as far as policing, I mean, it's been really affected. And the same thing may happen to you all as well, where you guys will lose even more people off of the police force. Um, yeah. Today, I was talking to one of my contractors. He was here fixing some stuff at the house. And he was saying that, you know, a few of his friends, they work for the fire department in the Twin Cities. And he's saying it's so bad now that when you call 911 out here in the Twin Cities, the police are not coming on time. You know, they're taking their time to the point where people are now calling the fire department. So the fire department is now starting to get 911 calls. And their only job really is to put out fires and maybe, you know, deal with like resuscitation, you know, CPR stuff. And so he said his buddies, you know, they'll get called out to a scene and they're getting there before the police. And it's like a whole shootout. Well, you know, the fire department, they're not equipped to deal. They don't even have training to deal with like active shooters and, you know, they don't have bulletproof vests. So it's but it's gotten that bad because there's not enough police and, you know, they're stretched so thin. And because so many police officers quit after 2020, the city has really been struggling. You know, even in the school system, they took all the police out. So now a lot of the inner city schools are so unsafe. You know, it's constant stories of guns being brought into the school. Um, so it's just it's it's insane. So I would say to be on the lookout for that. I mean, 
Well, we've definitely, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. We, so before, um, even before 2020, there was a thing, um, people in the area might remember, uh, it was the blue flu. That's what they were calling it. And a lot of the, um, officers or the people in the police department, maybe not even like police officers, but just like them as a whole, whether it's like dispatch, whatever. Um, a lot of people started that worked for the, uh, MPD started calling in because they, uh, it's been a while, but this was before 2020 and they were already having issues. I guess they, I don't know if they were like cutting back their benefits, their pensions, whatever. So from my understanding that it being understaffed, not properly trained, all that has just been an issue here for a while as well. I don't really know how much better it's gotten or not, but I know as a city, Memphis has definitely struggled with, um, I guess, being short-staffed. Mm, okay. So you guys are seeing it too. Yeah, yeah, it's been a thing for a while here for sure. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out. I definitely think that every officer involved needs to be charged and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, the video was just disgusting. The way that that young man was handled was just, just insane. I couldn't even imagine being pulled out my car like that and, you know, just talk too crazy and beat up. So prayers definitely to his family, prayers to y'all there in Memphis. Um, yeah, I hope definitely. that, yeah, I hope that everything just goes good and it doesn't get crazy and, you know, more upheaval arises. So y'all yeah, definitely absolutely. Yeah. Rest in peace to him. Um, and, you know, hopefully justice is served. It's just a really sad situation. Um, I feel like a lot of people all kind of feel the same way, that it's just really sad and everybody's really sad and upset and disappointed. And I was really proud of the city um, because it was very, like, everybody just came together. I mean, I'm sure there's always with anything there can be, like, divisiveness, but it, it really was like a peaceful demonstration. Well, that's good to know. That's really mm -hmm. good to know. So now let's go ahead and segue. I want to go ahead and talk about all of this TikTok drama that has been going on since over the weekend. If you guys don't know, uh, Jeffrey Star, we thought we left him in, you know, 2020, but um, he's, been, he's been around here. He's been making his TikTok videos and everything else. So Jeffrey Star took to TikTok on Friday to basically make it loud and clear that he was calling out beauty gurus who have taken over the TikTok space. And one of those beauty gurus is a young lady named Michaela uh, Noriega. I'm probably butchering her last name, but we're just going to call her Michaela. Yeah, I don't know how to say her last name either. And I know you watch her a lot. Mm -hmm. so, what, so what do you see happening as far as this whole situation? Well, so the way that I took it, because I mean, me personally, a, a lot of people don't really, or at least, you know, everybody's on TikTok now. A lot of the beauty gurus of, you know, the past years have been on YouTube. Everything's on TikTok now. So she has really blown up. I mean, anything that she recommends, you know, because it's usually she doesn't have, as far as I know, like her own products. She recommends other products. Like, you know, if you're in Walmart or CVS or Walgreens or something, she's like, oh, my God, this foundation is amazing. This mascara is amazing. And it's pretty affordable products or stuff off Amazon, anything that's kind of trending. So mm -hmm. you can kind of tell that she's promoting the stuff. But anytime she does it, like, I, you know, I'll be in Walmart like, oh, let me check it out. Let me go see. It's sold out. So she definitely has gotten uh, a, a name for herself. People watch her. The products that she recommends are affordable and uh, they like it. But this recently she had reviewed this mascara. And to me. It, it looked like she had on, because, you know, the comments, they was dragging her. They said, those are some Adele uh, Wispies. And mm -hmm. it did look like that. Um, it just, you know, and her acting and, all, oh, my God, these are so amazing. I call bullshit. I don't think those were her real lashes. And I, I'm seriously, like, flabbergasted how TikTok and the, has just completely in shambles right now over like exposing her as a fake. She lied. The comments are dragging her. I, everything on my For You page is just all about how she's a fake and a horrible human being. So, you know, yeah, you're going in on her. And now from what I saw, what kind of started it was this lady named Kathleen Lights. And now all these people have millions of followers on TikTok. Um, I'm not big on TikTok like that. I don't go on TikTok every day. But even I was able to find out this tea. 
about mm-hmm. all this mess that was going on on Friday. And so Kathleen Lights came out and, you know, she's usually drama free. She doesn't kick up a bunch of dust, but she kind of felt the way about Michaela's review. So I'm going to go ahead and play the video so we can watch it. I feel like I'm going to regret posting this because I love my peers. I love the beauty community and I stay out of drama. I don't want, I don't want to talk shit about anybody like at all. Um, but I was just stretching after my workout and I was on TikTok and I saw like a big influencer who like I respect and like she's awesome and I and I and I like her TikToks a lot. But I just saw a sponsored post. Um, I'm like I'm like shaking because I'm so shocked. I'm like shaking because I'm so shocked. I saw her do a sponsored post, which that doesn't matter because uh, whatever sponsorships are awesome. I do them all the time. Um, but it was about a mascara. And when she shows like the finished product of the second coat, she's like wearing Ardell Demi Wispies or something. Like there's falsies there. Like it's very clear. It's very, very clear. But she's saying that they're not falsies. It's just the mascara. I'm just like, damn, damn. That really sucks. Like for the rest of us who are so honest. (laughs) That really sucks. Kind of disappointed me, but what can you do? All right. So that was Kathleen Lights, and that's what she had to say about the situation. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys the original video of the girl um, and what she's promoting that's caused all of this drama. Look how long and lengthened my lashes look. This literally just changed my life. This looks like false. This is how? What? (laughs) it's this l'oreal telescopic lift look at the wand okay so basically i'm taking the curved side and i'm going root to tip and i'm satin to coat the lashes and then once you've done that you flip the brush to the side and you use the hook comb to basically separate this is one coat okay i'm gonna add a second look at the length do you see that i am speechless and I'm not sure anyone's going to ever be able to compete with this mascara. <laughs> so that, that was the dang on video. Um, she's very boosted over it. And, you know, mm. nobody can compete with this mascara, um, I guess. And for me, <laughs> I don't wear mascara like I'm a lash girl. Like I, I will just pay the money. I like my lashes getting done. So mm-hmm. I don't do the whole mascara thing just because I just don't like a lot of makeup on my face, especially around my eyes. Yeah. Um, but. You know, L'Oreal does make good products, but I do feel like she has some attachments to her lashes. Yeah, I I have incredibly short, straight lashes, and I have never in my life found any mascara that is going to make them go from nothing to, to something like that. Um, it, I I would definitely say it's some Adele Wispies or maybe even some Kiss Flirty. I like those, too. Those are like the little, you know, real, real fine ones, but that's what it looked like to me. Exactly. And people are even asking her on social media. They're like, are you lash lighting us? Like, you know, <laughs> lash lighting, lash lighting. So I just yeah. find that really funny. So now if that's not crazy enough, all of a sudden, nobody, nobody at all. Here comes Jeffree Star. He done came out his little crip crip. He done came out <laughs> crypt, okay, to basically speak on this. And he, he took to uh, TikTok this weekend and he says, I hear you loud and clear. Makeup reviews coming back this week. Hashtag makeup, hashtag beauty, hashtag makeup review. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys what Jeffree Star had to say. Oh, I definitely have been hearing you loud and clear this week. You've woken up the motherfucking beast. And I'll be reviewing makeup starting again next week. A lot of foundations and mascaras and certain things I hear may be fraudulent. What an unbiased motherfucking bitch that's been reviewing makeup for 10 years that has never accepted a fucking coin from one brand to ever say a product is amazing. Then stay fucking tuned because the bitch is back. So this mascara has been causing quite a little bit of drama on social media today. Let's try it out. So this is the new L'Oreal Telescopic Lift Mascara. And I did receive this in PR, but unlike a lot of the other videos going up right now, I was not paid to talk about this. Let's try it out and see 
if the hype is actually as good as people are saying. Something tells me that it won't be. But I'm always down for a good mascara, so who knows? This is my lashes with no curl. So I'll give a little curly curl so you guys can see. As you guys can see, my natural lashes are definitely not bad. I feel like they are probably longer than the average mascara wearing girly. However, they're not like crazy up to my eyebrow, so I should prefer. Okay, so you're supposed to like put it on with one side and like flip the wand in the end to like separate the lashes. My first impressions are that it's definitely doing a good job. So once I have the mascara applied, you're supposed to go into the other side and use it to separate the lashes. And here is what it is giving. I just blinked like seven times. I'm gonna give it one final curl and here is the finished result. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I was a little bit skeptical about this mascara just because of some of the reviews that I have seen, but now I wish that I was getting paid for this review like everybody else, because <laughs> I think it's actually pretty good. It did a nice job of lifting up the lashes, they look nice and black. It's, you know, a good quality mascara that I would probably reach for again and no Ardell Wispies necessary. I'm like already mad about Michaela's response to this whole mascara thing, even though it hasn't happened, because she's gonna do what she always does when she gets caught faking before and afters, this and the other. She, a few months ago, like she had been really called out for um, photoshopping and video editing her afters with like foundation and stuff. And this is what pisses me off. And this is coming from someone who has an ED. Every time. She gets on with tears in her eyes and she's like, I haven't eaten the soda and that makes me lie online for money. The lengths she's willing to go to manipulate her audience to keep this cash cow going is just so unbelievable and so unforgivable. She just purposely misses the point every time and makes it about mental health when it's like people wouldn't even be pissed at you right now if you could just tell the truth. And people are going to comment and be like, every influencer lies, blah, blah, blah. Don't make your brand being real and being honest then. Like, it's just so annoying. So obviously, this mascara is causing all types of controversy. But guess who wins in all of this? L'Oreal is having well, a yeah. fucking field day right now. <laughs> yeah, people are saying they can't even find it in the store. It's being sold out like crazy. Oh, yeah. Because people want to see, will it really make their lashes grow that long? And, you know, that's the one thing about the beauty guru community. They've been just so, they literally ruined their own reputations and reviews, not all of them, of course, by all the antics that were being played on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I mean, they totally ruined the YouTube beauty community because of all the drama. But a lot of these folks were taking huge sponsorship deals just to say that a product was, oh, my gosh, the best product ever. Oh, I'm team Morphe brushes. But then this company pays you more. And now you're team elf brushes or just whatever brushes are out there. You know, so a lot of these people were driven by money and not necessarily by reviews. And that is one thing I will give to Jeffree Star is that. He was not paid to do any reviews. He had a big enough fan base. He sold his own makeup. So when he when he tried stuff out, he basically came for the most part. Sometimes he could be biased, you know, because he would throw shade all the time at Kylie oh, yeah. and her products. But, you know, for the most part, he would be fair with most of his reviews. But I also find this very interesting that all of these YouTube beauty gurus, especially these huge ones, have now gone to TikTok. And oh, yeah. they're not getting as much attention on TikTok as they were on YouTube because it's a whole nother set of people on TikTok who have been doing reviews and building up their fan base. So I believe people like Jeffree Star and James Charles, they're trying to create this controversy to try and get them not only followers, but to try and get people looking at their brand again, because Jeffree Star's makeup is no longer selling like it was a few years ago. Yeah, they definitely uh, used this opportunity uh, to just, like you said, just come up out of nowhere. And it, it does seem like their um, their quickness might, they might have a little bit of jealousy, you know. Now, mm -hmm. th she probably did throw some sauce on that. But they're definitely using this as a way to monetize, a way to capitalize off the situation that way. Oh, because I keep seeing all this shit on TikTok. Like, oh, Jeffree Star, come save us. And it's like, when the fuck was anybody talking about Jeffree Star? And then now all of a sudden, you know, everybody's back to loving him again. So, um, Which but is with all the internet is so fake. Right. It's so fake because not even that long ago, everybody hated him. Now, you know, he's the savior of some sort. And uh, with Michaela, I, I think she's she's the popular girl right now. She seems appears to be relatable. People, you know, 
She she has a very distinct voice, all that stuff. Um, she just seems like your everyday type person. And as far as I've watched, it hasn't been a lot of drama like was on YouTube. But it seems like, oh, now here's some drama and some chaos. Here comes, you know, the the agents of chaos to latch on to that and capitalize off the situation. Yeah, I, I definitely get broke teas. Now, I'm not saying he's broke, broke. I'm not saying that because Jeffree Star is definitely worth, you know, millions and I'm mm -hmm. he's invested a lot of his money. But I'm getting the income is not coming in like it used to tease. Okay? Right. Whereas before when he would post videos on YouTube, I mean, easily within a week, he would have like six, seven million views, 10 million views easily. And now when he posts on YouTube, I mean, he's lucky if he breaks a million. And that's for a lot of these big gurus. I think a lot of people have just tuned out. They're tired of it. Um, they were tired of, you know, them flaunting their lifestyles and their wealth in their face. A lot of people are over that. So I think with Michaela, because she is more relatable, she looks very plain Jane to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's a thick girl. She has this weird Boston accent. I told you that earlier. I don't I feel like her accent isn't real for some just my opinion. It's a little bit too saucy. I know people from Boston. She she tries a little bit too hard to, you know, um, ah, and nah, yeah. nah. Like she tried <laughs> a little bit too hard to make it look like, yeah, I'm from Boston. Her you voice know? is very abrasive. So today's show sponsor is ZocDoc. Picture it. You have a bunch of symptoms. Your head is hurting. You're not feeling good. You don't know if you have the common cold or C19. So you're Googling and Googling your symptoms and you end up going down this TikTok rabbit hole where you're given all of this advice from so-called experts. So if you don't know, there are way better ways to get answers to your questions and to get the care that you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. ZocDoc is the only free app that allows you to find and book doctors that are patient reviewed. They take all insurances and they are available whenever you need them. And they basically can treat anything under the sun. So book an appointment with just a few taps of the app and start feeling a lot better with ZocDoc. And with ZocDoc, there are no alarms. There's no surprises. Make sure you go on to ZocDoc.com slash SipSlow. Once you get on there, you want to go ahead and download the app for free and then find a top-rated doctor, book an appointment with them, and start feeling better today. Many appointments are available in less than 24 hours. So once again, go on to Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash sip slow once again go on to zocdoc.com slash sip slow to start feeling better today that's what's going viral right now is like the whole thing everybody's like her accent's fake like they you know they found yeah. an old video of her and i can't tell if she it almost looks like she's talking over so i, I don't know if her accent's fake or not I think um, that video, the one where they said it was a video of her with a regular accent, somebody was doing a voiceover of her. Okay. So okay, it wasn't yep. her voice from what I was seeing in the comments. Now, like I said, she can be from Boston. She can have a Boston accent, but I feel like she definitely plays it up. And I've seen that with a lot of social media people, even like Tabitha Brown, the vegan lady. Mm -hmm. I've watched old clips of her when she was acting and she just had a normal accent. But I noticed when she's cooking, it's like this heavy Southern drawl and, hey, y'all, you mm. know, like, let me be extra country, right. extra Southern. And that's the vibe I get from Michaela. Like, you know, because Boston accents are very different, right? But when you yeah. talk, it should just flow. When you got to be like, when you have to put extra emphasis, you know, to show your, you know, the dialect from where you're from in the country, it comes off like you're playing a character. So that's yeah. the vibe I kind of get is like she's kind of playing like this. I'm from Boston, y'all. You know, that Boston character. But I think she seems like a nice girl. Um, you know, she's doing makeup that's relatable. You know, she's doing, you know, mascara reviews, things that people can afford. You can go to CVS, Walgreens. Whereas a lot of these YouTube beauty gurus, I mean, they were reviewing like $100 palettes and, you know, $200, right. you know, makeup foundation. I mean, it was ridiculous. It's like, you know, who has the money in this day and age? Maybe back then people had extra money. But in this day and age, most people are not going to be running out buying $100 bottles of foundation and, you know, cream and powder and things like that. Or like $50 matte lipsticks. 
People are not doing that. Not when eggs are seven bucks. Oh, hell no. And that's why a lot of people, I think, have really enjoyed watching her channel because one, just, you know, off of her aesthetic, she's relatable. And then the products that she suggests and that she, you know, makes seem like they're so amazing. And I ain't even going to lie. I did go out and get one of them foundations. I feel like she did throw a little bit of extra sauce on it, but the foundation isn't bad. I'm not hating. It was, you know, like a 24-hour stay matte foundation. Mm -hmm. Didn't do like how she said it did in the video, but it's still, it wasn't bad. But, you know, everybody at some point is going to be in Walmart, is going to be in Walgreens, is going to be wherever. And then they've got it in the back of their mind. Well, hell, let me go see, you know, what L'Oreal got. I saw it on TikTok. It looks like it's good. And um, I think a lot of people are relating to that. I think a lot of people are tired of this whole influencer, luxurious type lifestyle. I mean, there's so many influencers right now. TV shows, reality shows that are just like plummeting because nobody really cares to see all that shit right now. It's just not relatable. Yeah, it's it's definitely a huge influencer backlash, just like it is with the celebrities, because these influencers went from being relatable to now, you know, they themselves looking at themselves and, and treating like the, to them looking at themselves as they are celebrities as well. And yeah, I think I that, that turned off a lot of their base, especially once the money started coming in. It's like the attitudes and the egos got just over the top. Yeah, they can't like the your average person that's watching can't relate to somebody and, you know, a huge mansion, which I don't know where she lives. I'm sure she makes decent money now because she'll be sometimes sitting there and you can see all her little designer bags and stuff in the back. But uh I, I don't know, maybe it's physically too. Like I said, people can relate to her. But with all that being said, regardless of the background, what she's pushing is very easily accessible to most people. Mm-hmm, exactly. So now we're going to go ahead and watch Jeffree Star's review because he did a review on the L'Oreal. So let's see what he has to say about the situation here. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, hello everyone, welcome back. Normally you're used to hearing welcome back to my channel, but bitch, we're on TikTok now. I've taken two months off from reviewing makeup and girl, y'all really awoken up the Loch Ness Monster. So allegedly the telescopic lift L'Oreal mascara is the best mascara in the world and no brand may ever be able to compete with it. All right, let's open this up and address the hot topic. So allegedly L'Oreal has been sending out this mascara and Miss Michaela reviewed it. The internet blew the fuck up and a lot of people think that she's wearing a false lash at the end of her eye. Now, as a makeup artist, since I was 20 years in the game, bitch, I, it looks peculiar. It looks bizarre. The mascara is on, it looks cute. And then all of a sudden there's a, a swish and all of a sudden there's some extra shit on the end. And I don't know what the fuck it is. So we're going to review this unbiased. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to say this shit's fucking good. You can't pay me anything because I make my own money, my own dollar. I'm independent and there's nothing wrong with taking sponsorships. Let me just start off by saying that. Get your coin, get your hustle. But Michaela, you set the tone now. I used to set the tone on YouTube. When I said something did not work, the fucking internet knew I was telling the truth. So when people are distrusting you, you got to understand why. So let's just give this a swirl and then we'll give our final thoughts. This is a vegan formula. Miss L'Oreal is now charging $14.99 for a mascara and they're paying people a lot of money. So I want to be honest with you guys. I used to be friends with all the influencers, right? <laughs> Rest in peace. And I would see them accept $100,000, $250,000 to say a product was good and they would lie. I would see it, it would make me sick to my stomach and I'm glad that I don't associate with those people anymore. All right, so we're supposed to lift and load our lashes using the front hook bristles. We're gonna apply from root to tip, use the side hook comb to separate your lashes for added volume and length. All right, let's apply this mascara from root to tip. Let me get the very ends of my lash line and get the full thing. Of course, this is one coat no filter all right so here is the mascara miss l'oreal on the right and here is nothing blank basic bitch on this side all right the mascara is fully on it's really pretty i think the bottom lashes look stunning now but you guys i have reviewed about a hundred mascaras on tiktok and youtube combined and girl it's cute it's very affordable i love that it's 15 dollars. it separated the lashes it looks pretty is it the greatest thing on the planet no but i'm not getting paid to say that so i really just want to give one last statement you guys are allowed to like whoever you want, respect whoever you want, watch whoever you want, but be careful. Do not be influenced so easily by people and be careful. A lot of these people are accepting money. They have things to pay for. They got a life to live and 
I don't know. It makes me very uncomfortable. The beauty space has changed immensely and there's only a few top dogs now. And if they're going to be lying to everyone, bitch, then I'm never going away. Child. That head, the way he was moving his neck and his head, like he's so extra. Okay, Jeffrey. He is. He said, he I is. used to set the tone. Yeah. He added you that in. Tell he wants that top spot back, but he's looking good, though. He's looking more healthy. I was he thinking the same thing. Yeah, he looks a lot better. I like his eyebrow. I noticed he has the eyebrows now. And that, yeah, remember that he was, to have eyebrows. Yes, he looks, he looks really good. Yeah, he really does. Like, go go ahead, Jeffrey. We see okay, you. Yeah. That yak meat is helping. You know, he yep. can sell yak meat and shit. Maybe Because <laughs> he yep. looks like his face looks fuller. He looks healthier. He looks refreshed. I'm here for it. I'm yeah, he does. It. I was thinking the same thing. Like, damn, he looks good. Like, okay, Jeffrey, I'm not going to hate on you. You look good. <laughs> But yeah, there's definitely a lot of shade. Um, he definitely now is looking to be, you know, the makeup guru of TikTok. Like, let's keep yes. it real. You know, he knows how to play the, the game. He Absolutely. knows how to play like the social climbing drama that he's done all over on YouTube. He's trying to not bring it to TikTok. And so what better way to get introduced to a whole nother app is by going against one of the biggest makeup reviewers on that app. Yeah, and I do, I will say, I do agree with what he said. Because at first I'm like, man, people are losing their shit over this. Like, this girl, you know, was the the top TikToker. And now, like, her entire character is just being, like, ripped apart. Like, they are going in on her. But he did make a good point when he's like, you know, you set the tone now. You're the top person. People really do depend on your reviews. And they respect your opinion. And they believe what you have to say. You know, people don't want to just waste money, whether it's, you know, affordable or not on shit that doesn't really work that great. And you're overhyping it. So I do get that when he says you set the tone. Yeah, no, it's the truth. I mean, she does. And that's the thing is that she needs to be honest about it. You know, if it's the best thing ever, great. But can it really be the best thing ever when your eyelashes are two different lengths? When one clearly has, you know, a few lashes attached and then the other one is just short and stubby. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that, that that's just the best mascara that's ever, you know, come in, in all times of mascara. It's, uh, what was it, Maybelline L'Oreal? Hell, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot which one it was. But yeah, it's, it's L'Oreal. It's been in front of us the whole time and we just missed it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, again, I would take all of these gurus or so-called gurus I would take their reviews with a grain of salt. I mean, if you have an extra 15 bucks to blow on, you know, L'Oreal mascara, then by all means, go ahead. If you don't have the money to blow on that, you have more important things to take care of, like maybe buying groceries um, yeah. <laughs> and just watch it and key key and just keep scrolling. Yeah. Read the comments. Look up some exactly. reviews first before you, you know, go out of your way. Exactly. So now I want to go ahead and segue into this drama, this ever-going saga between Lotto and the Barbs. So I had posted the video earlier of the Barbs going in on her. They were claiming that she's wearing the same panties and she hadn't changed her panties in two weeks. She did a <laughs> photo shoot, I think, like two weeks ago in these cheetah print panties. And then she did another photo shoot in the same panties. And so they were saying, like, you know, what is the deal? Why are you wearing the same panties? <laughs> You know, I swear the internet, but they don't the miss nothing. Is, they don't. And the crazy thing is Lotto goes online and she basically shows her panty drawer and she's showing, you know, all these same leopard print panties. And she's like, I have different ones. I'm trying to figure out why she's explaining herself to the internet. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. I would have probably just let that one go. I mean, obviously, nobody wants to be accused of like, oh, you, you know, dirty panty bitch. You wear the same panties every day. So, like, I guess she just really did not want to wear that. She's like, no, I will deal with some things, but y'all ain't about to have me out here looking trifling like I don't wear the same pair of damn panties. But that one, she was clearly, clearly bothered by that. She was not going for that. But yeah. You would think most people would just be like, this is fucking ridiculous and think nothing of it, but not Lotto, honey. Exactly. And the thing is, even if she's wearing the same panties, I wouldn't think that they were even the same pair. And even if they were the same ones that she wore two weeks ago, I think she can afford a washer and dryer. Is that right. what we all do? Do we not all wash our clothes? That's the thing I never understood with social media is that people put expectations on other people that they don't put on themselves. 
I remember there was a time where people get mad because I usually wear like black jeans or, you know, black pair of pants mm-hmm. when I would post pictures online. Like, oh, that's all you ever wear is black pants. There she go in them black pants again. Bitch, do you understand? I probably own like 20 pairs of black pants. Like I don't right. just one. But on top of that, I also own this really cool thing called a washer and dryer. So even if it was the same pair of black pants, guess what? I can wash them and we wear them. Like, why do we act like we don't wash and rewear clothes in the real world? Why do we hold celebrities to a certain standard that makes no sense? And I hate that because it's trickled down to the youth where they feel like they cannot be seen in the same thing twice because of Instagram. I'm sorry. You're going to see me in this shirt again. You're going to see me in these pair of shoes again. I don't throw my stuff out like that. Yeah, I don't. And who doesn't have like their favorite pair of jeans? Like I've got like my favorite pair of jeans. So if I, you know, of course I'm going to wear them more than once, especially once they get good and, you know, broken in and all that. And they fit right in all the right places. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) Right and tight. You know, they snatch your waist, but they're, you know, they don't ban out in the back or whatever. Like they're just perfect. Came from Walmart. Shout out to Walmart. I think it's called Lacra. But anyways, I got my favorite pair of jeans, which then again, you know, I'm, I'm not like an influencer or anything like that, but I think it's just, unrealistic and obnoxious to think that people can't well i mean washers and dryers are expensive first of all and there's no way of even fixing them now if your washer or dryer fucks up you're better off just buying a whole new one because they're crazy expensive now like the newer ones so i mean you invest all this money and then people who maybe live in apartments and have to go to laundromats and stuff like that that's a pain in the ass too so mm-hmm. I don't understand why all of a sudden we can't just use those to do our laundry ain't no way in hell I'm about to buy a different pair of pants for every uh, you know, every single day where you're just constantly throwing shit out. That's wasteful too. But then yeah. at the same time, people, the internet's so ridiculous because at one time, you know, it's like, okay, well, you are um, promoting, you know, all this stuff that people can't afford. But then also at the, on the other side of the coin, well, you're promoting fast fashion or you're not being environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. So had she posted something where she throws out her underwear every day, she probably would have got dragged because she's wasting shit. Right. Exactly. And I remember a few years ago, Dame Dash was like that. I don't know if you remember, this was like back in like the early 2000s on MTV Cribs. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget, this was before social media, but I remember everybody was talking about this in the hood. And he was saying like, he was showing them around the crib. So we're all in his room. And he just had like packs of like white t-shirts, socks, underwear. And um, he was saying, yeah, I keep a fresh pack every day. My guy goes to the store and brings me, you know, a fresh pack of T-shirts, underwear and socks. He's like, you'll never catch me wearing the same T-shirts, underwears and socks. I wear them one day and I toss them out. And that was just shocking to me. And back then I was a teen and I'm like, is this dude serious? Like he's literally getting a, a, a brand new pair of drawers socks and t-shirts and he's throwing them out so it was very ironic to me years later when he ended up going broke you know not dead broke you know not homeless but you know he lost a lot of money and I remember that was a lot of the things that people were saying to him like I bet you you're humble now I bet you you rewash your drawers now and your shirts and your socks right you You know know, it's just wasteful yeah it is absolutely and I think whenever uh you go to the store and you buy new clothes usually the first thing you do is wash them. So like, what was he getting a new pair of underwear every day and then washing them and then putting them on and then throw them away. That makes no no sense. You know, like guys, boxers are like, they're ready packaged. So it's not like females underwear. Like, you know, you go to Victoria's secrets. It's like a whole bin full of underwear and all the girls are just going through there with their hands. Yeah. You know, like when guys buy underwear, their stuff is packaged and sealed. So they just wear it fresh out of the pack. They don't wash it first. Most people I know just wear them fresh out the pack. Oh, hell, well, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, most girls I know just, if you buy some new drawers at Victoria's Secrets, they just wear them straight off the rack. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you know, I remember one time I bought some clothes. Now, this is, you know, I got a a, a younger uh, son, but I went to go, you know, try them on. And and Michael's like, what the hell are you doing? You got to wash that first. And I was like, why? And he's like, it's been in a store all day. You don't, you know, so anyways, so I just always thought that everybody always washes their brand new clothes before they put it on. Well, I'll be damned. But some people don't because they want their clothes to be crisp. You know, fresh off the rack. I know for me, I really only do that with babies. 
Okay, because their skin's so sensitive. Yeah, and, and so like, like with my kids, when they were babies, like anything from the store, I would wash in that baby draft. Draft. Oh, God, yeah, that smells that so good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only thing I know. You know, like certain things, if I get stuff, you know, yeah, you'll wash it first, like especially like black pants. You'll mm-hmm. want to wash, get that dirt off of there, get that dye, so that way it doesn't mess up your leather seats and stuff in your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I will wash a good pair of dark jeans. You know, but yeah, a lot of people don't necessarily wash their clothes right away but i know for like most guys i don't know any guys um who wash underwear and boxers straight out the pack i, I don't know maybe they do i just never ask i yeah. just never threw them on yeah i thought that was just a normal thing well hell everybody's different yeah. I, mean, I do a lot of thrifting so you know i got you go to wash all that yeah scabies yeah, is I, I shop at thrift stores too anything from the thrift store is going straight into the washer yeah, I asked them because I'm like, do y'all wash this stuff? And she was like, girl, no, you know, we there'd be washers in here all day that no. So everything they get, they'll tell you straight up. Ain't none of this shit been washed. We don't know where it came yeah. from. <laughs> and you know, people will wash their clothes because I've done that before. I take them to the thrift store. I'll wash them, yeah. you know, dry them, then fold them up, put them in bags and take them. But, you know, everybody's not going to do that either. So I would recommend just washing them if you're, you know, getting stuff from the thrift store, especially yeah. bedding and stuff just because you don't want to risk you know bed bugs and all that stuff yeah but, that's for real but now what's so crazy is that lotto's on the on on beyonce's internet um, <laughs> basically she has opened up an ebay account and she is selling her draws and they're saying that her underwear right now um is bidding for over ninety five thousand dollars oh wow well that was a hell of a clap back Yeah, so it looks like for now she's getting the last laugh. So this is the post. So Shade Room was reporting $95,650. Somebody else was reporting um, $91,099. And they're saying Lotto's panties page is live again after eBay reportedly removed the listing for violating their rules. So, okay, they're saying it's live again. So it seems like she might have moved them from eBay to another site. But the fact that people are bidding on used panties, and maybe they're not used, maybe they're the kinds with the tags in them and, you know, they're lotto fans. I just find that just, it's it's just kind of comical because people will invest in stupid shit, but let her drop an album. Are y'all going to buy her album <laughs> that's only like $10? Yeah, no, the, I don't think her first week uh, sales were that great when her album dropped compared to, you know, other artists. Right. But it's like they're literally bidding on draws. But I mean, it's a smart idea. I mean, take lemons, take them clowning you and talking shit and turn it into lemonade. So I'm not mad at her. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand like the constant having to prove yourself to like trolls. That's that's what I was thinking. Like, I was like, okay, girl, like I respect it. Like, you know, go ahead and get the last laugh, get your money, whatever. Um, Pay me for my pain. But also at the same time, she definitely, I guess there's two sides to it. You know, there's pain last laugh whatever but then also at the same time like you're big mad you are bothered like you took a lot of time out of your day to to make this uh, a thing like she definitely mm-hmm. over exact not over exaggerated i can't really articulate the word but that dirty panty thing pissed her off she was mad she felt a way about it because she took it all the way there she's like well i'm gonna sell it i'm gonna show y'all my shit like she was bothered that triggered her yeah, she was definitely scrambling. She was definitely panicking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Nikki Barb's definitely had her shook on that one. Yeah, they pissed her off. And, you know, and that's the part that I find funny because she spends so much of her career constantly talking about Nikki and mm-hmm. paying homage to Nikki and Nikki, 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 you know, only for, like, the fandom to turn on her. But again, that was because of all that drama that happened two months ago when she was calling her super freaky grandma and releasing phone calls and all that stuff. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that just because, uh, you know, whenever you're recording a phone call, like, you know, we've all heard before. She already felt a way about her, I feel like. If she's recording their phone call, then she clearly doesn't trust her like that. She already kind of felt a way about her because that's not something most people do. So I thought that was a little shady to record a call and then post it. But you mm-hmm. know, I digress. Yeah. I mean, she definitely was feeling a way. She definitely didn't trust her. Hence why she had no problem like trying to collect receipts just in case. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> Well, and surprise, surprise, just in case happened. 
Yeah, that's true. So she was able to kind of, you know, state her case and state what was going on, you know, with their whole beefing situation. But yeah, I think some of these fandoms are very interesting. Like, I, you know, I, I get being a fan of your faves and going hard for your faves, but some of these folks go a little bit too hard. Yeah, they do. It's almost like these people pay them, even though they don't. Like, they really, the, there's a lot of idolatry in there. It's like they worship these people like they're they're not just real people. Yeah. No, definitely. So now the last topic I want to talk about is this um young lady who beat up her teacher. It's going viral all over social media and it looks like she's going to be facing criminal charges. She broke her teacher's leg. The video is really disturbing. Damn. I mean, um hold on. Yeah, we're going to watch the whole video. Let me look for the whole video really quick. Okay. Give me just a second. <clears throat> and then we'll listen to the news clip, and that's going to be the last story. Okay. I'm going to grab a blanket real fast. Okay, you're fine. There's one right beside me. My damn dog stole it. <laughs> it's freezing. Like, it's we're supposed to get sleep. Oh, yeah. The weather's just been crazy out here. It's like 60 degrees the other day. That's it. There's two different angles. Let me go on to the um there was a they had emailed me the video plays. Cause they will have it. Doo, doo, doo. Okay, here it is, female student. Cause they have like two different angles and shit. <laughs> Damn. They weren't playing. Okay. All them kids had their phone out. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. Okay, so there's part one, part two. So, okay, so we're going to start, and I'm going to show you this. Okay. All right, so the last story that we're going to cover, it's a really disturbing story. It's going viral all over social media. Um, it's about a public school teacher, and one of her students, they get into it, and the student ends up allegedly breaking her leg. Like, this was a really crazy fight. We have two angles here, in case you've missed both angles. So I'm going to play the first angle right now so you guys can check this out. Again, you guys can watch this video podcast on Spotify. Just make sure you're logged into Spotify. It's free, and you'll be able to watch everything that I'm showing here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So now let me show you guys the second angle. Oh my god. 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 Oh my fucking god. All right, you could hear her in the background saying that her leg is broke. Oh my god, that was that was so disturbing. Extremely. They don't pay these teachers enough as is. So to add that on top of it, that is just, just so sad. And it's just disgusting. It's like you have a generation of kids who do not have any respect for authority. You know, and I'm not saying when we were in when we were in school, the kids, you know, had issues with teachers, but it was a certain limit. You know, when your yeah. teacher spoke, you listen, you know, even if you talk back, I would never I could never even imagine myself putting hands on a teacher. To me, that'd be like putting hands on my own mom, you know, yeah, and all the other students and, you know, they're just like laughing. They're like, oh, yeah. God damn, and just like Kiki and cackling and stuff like that. And it's like this. This woman is none of the students stepped up to try and break it up or pull her back or say, nah, chill out. What are you doing? It's just really sad. It's like everybody just has their phones out. 
So because of this video going viral, it's caused a lot of outrage online and it looks like she's going to be facing criminal charges. So we're going to go ahead and listen to the news story now. A high school student will face criminal charges for physically attacking her teacher. Everything seems to be caught on video these days, doesn't it? The teacher's now recovering with a broken leg. Channel 2's Taisha Fernandez live in Rockdale County. You talk to parents about what they believe should happen to the student. And, you know, Ty, how about how comfortable or not they are with the whole school? Justin, this is something everybody was talking about today. Students, teachers, and of course, parents have their opinions. We spoke to parents on both sides of this. They have some very interesting opinions. We also spoke to a witness who saw it all. Heritage High School students had their phones out Thursday. While this ninth grader and her teacher got into an argument that escalated to an attack. Oh my God. Punching her. Okay, is that girl in jail? Students told me she was transported to the juvenile detention center, and a Rockdale County School District administrator said that student will face criminal charges. After this parent watched the entire video that shows the teenage girl get in her teacher's face, then put her hands on the teacher, she said there's never a reason for things to go this far. And all these other kids, they should have got up and done something. I mean, why you let them treat a teacher that way? We got permission to speak to a student who saw the whole thing. Was it scary at the time? It wasn't scary, it was shocking. She's a pretty good teacher, but how she talk, I'll say she talk aggression. How she talk to kids is not a proper way to talk to them. His mother agrees. What I think the problem is, is the teachers are not taking a class to how to deal with children. You have to learn the escalation techniques to help those kids versus aggravate a situation. Rockdale County School Administrators told me they are still investigating, but they did say they will not tolerate violence against staff, just like they won't tolerate it against students. That student is on suspension, and they fully expect her to face criminal charges. Yeah, teachers are definitely not paid enough for this, and I just think it's just really, really sad, you know. And what's even more disturbing is that you'll have people excusing this behavior and saying, oh, well, what did the teacher stay, say to the student? Regardless of what the teacher said, the teacher didn't put hands on the student. And I just think like, this is just so out of control. Um, you know, there was a point in time when we were in school that if you didn't want to be a part of the learning environment, you were kicked out. Right. People were not going to allow you to disrupt anybody else's learning environment. If you didn't want to be there to learn, get the hell out the classroom. And if you felt like you didn't want to be a part of the school environment, drop out. Like nobody ran behind you. This is your life, your education. Either you want it better for yourself or you didn't. Yeah. And I'm a, a firm believer that the teachers have like one of the most important jobs in society. You know, they're educating, uh, you know, the future of the world. And, um, they have their jobs are a lot more difficult than just teaching. I mean, teachers do a lot for these students. And I know there's always like an asshole teacher out there. And, you know, there's been teachers before, like, obviously, no group of anything is perfect. But you already have to worry about psychos coming in and shooting the schools up and mass shootings and things like that. And then on top of that, now, you know, you have to worry about physically being assaulted and having like your body parts broken. Mm. That's ridiculous. I wonder how much of this school like is they are they paying for her medical bills like that lady is in uh, could one imagine excruciating pain and a broken leg. That's that's like nothing to sneeze at. That's going to affect her no. on a day. It's not like she just took an ass whooping and can get up the next day like a broken leg. You can't get around. You can't walk if it's really bad. She might have to, you know, go to physical therapy. I'm not in the medical field, but Obviously, anybody who's ever had a broken leg knows that that's that's not just something small. That's a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely disturbing. And so we will be doing another groom, uh, green room show this month, probably sometime uh, this upcoming week. The same way we did for the nurses where all the nurses called in and we're talking about, you know, the medical facilities and, you know, what's going on in the hospitals. And so a lot of people who are in the you know, school system and who were teachers and who work in the learning environment. They also wanted a dedicated show. So we will do one um, within the next week or so for teachers, because I would love to hear from teachers around the country, hell, even around the world. Um, 
to let us know what is going on in these school systems and why are these kids so out of control? I definitely believe it starts in the home. It starts with the parents. The parents oh, absolutely. Are the teacher. Yeah, it definitely does. And, um, you know, there's even, you know, when it comes to things like bullying and stuff like that, when the kids are really young, you're trusting this person that you typically don't know to watch your child, your young child, you know, especially with like younger kids through uh, the majority of the day, you know, and mm -hmm. people expect for these teachers to just go above and beyond and do all these things when they're already understaffed, the schools, you know, they might not have enough teachers in the room or whatever, <clears throat> teachers aides, things. When I grew up, we didn't have teachers aid, like, or the teacher's assistant, excuse me. It was just one teacher in there. So now I know they, some schools are able to, to have that. But even with all that being said, there's so many kids in this room. So there's certain things that they have to do. They have to deal with kids and bad behavior, kids that might have learning disabilities, kids that might not be getting proper treatment. There's only so much one person can do. These teachers are not here to raise anybody's kid. And that was an older kid at that. I don't know what her age was, but the fact that she was able to click on someone and whoop that woman's ass like that with no regard is just insane to me. It's really sad. It's disgusting. Yeah. You know, on top of calling her all types of just derogatory names, you then break her leg. So I think whoever her parents are, they should be ashamed and embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed if this was my daughter. Oh my God. Yeah. I would be very, very upset. I, I, there's no excuse. Like you said, she, that lady didn't put her hands on her. Now I know sometimes people can talk to you crazy and you're like, Oh, I'm a, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, that's a child. That's an adult. That woman never touched her. She wasn't defending herself. It's not like that lady was trying to jack her up or anything. She attacked her. Yeah. Yeah. It's really disturbing. And like, even in the still shot of the video, you can see where like her knee is going the opposite way. Her whole leg is just broke. It looks like it buckled on the opposite direction when they fell on each other. So yeah, it's, it's really sad, you know, but that's the world that we're living in. And let it have turned around the other way. Say that girl started whooping up on her and that teacher whooped her ass and that girl got her leg broke. There would be outrage across the country, you know? I mean, as they're, I guess, you know, it, it just, it, it's a very interesting situation. They want these people to go into these schools and give 110% because it's a very important job when they're already underpaid and then they have to be physically assaulted. Exactly. And can't even defend themselves. Because if someone was whooping my ass like that, I mean, well, what are you supposed to do? You know, it's a kid. It's like, hell, you don't want to get charged. But I mean, that girl was waylaying on her. Yeah. And a lot of these kids, they're not small nowadays. Hell I mean, no, the they ain't. Grade, I mean, she, she was, you know, a thinner girl, but she was definitely physically fit enough to handle that bigger teacher. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of these kids, is, you know, these kids is strong. I had a kid the other day. I swear he had a full beard. I was cutting his hair. This kid had a full beard. And I swear he was like 13. I'm like, what the hell? Like six feet tall. Big mm -hmm. ass kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Man. it's almost like you're technically fighting an adult. You know, mentally, of course, they're not an adult. But physically, some of these kids, you know, are just as big and strong as the teachers. So it's really unfortunate. But like I said, we're definitely going to, you know, do a roundtable discussion. I would love to hear from the teachers around the country, you know, to just call in and let us know what is going on in your school district because the violence in the school system is getting worse and worse. And, you know, the parents, they don't want to homeschool their kids because, right, we all had to deal with that during COVID. It's a lot of work. And we see what the teachers go through. Oh, so, yeah. you know, if you don't want to homeschool your child and you'd rather your child be in school, your child needs to act accordingly. And we yeah, need to absolutely. get back the, the parental unit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something definitely has got to to be done. And they'll probably make an example out of um, of that girl that did that, I'm assuming, which, you know, what's what's the saying? A hard head makes for a soft ass. But I, I don't know what um, do you know what the charges are exactly? I'm assuming some type of assault. Um, let me check here. Yeah, she's facing criminal charges. They don't go into details. But I'm sure it's going to be some type of assault. Yeah, I'm sure they'll definitely throw the book at her. They're, de they're going to make an example out of her. Yeah, it's a bit too much at this point. Yeah. Well, T-Sippers, thank you guys for joining us. 
This has been an, another wonderful podcast episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. We talked about a wide range of topics tonight. Too. It yeah, it was an hour. It was a very wide range. <laughs> <laughs> it was going exactly. up and down. Exactly. But that's what you get here. So that's thank right. you guys so much for tuning in. And thank you, Emily, for joining me tonight. Oh, thank you for having me. I always enjoy coming on. All right. So once again, we'll talk to you guys later. Again, half of this we posted on YouTube. You can feel free to comment over there. And if you want to watch the video in full, make sure you go down to Spotify and you will see the full video. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.